what gets recognized is what you focus on. So if you're always focusing on the bad of what the employees are doing to slack off, to do a bad job, you're going to get more of a bad job. But if you recognize people for the good that they do, then that's going to get repeated. So it's being sincere, but it's also being specific. So instead of saying, hey, you know, great job, of, of stopping and saying, you know what, I really appreciate the fact that you stayed after 45 minutes yesterday to help us get that order out. Man, we were in a crunch and, uh, you know, the customer was thrilled. Thank you so much for your extra effort. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, with us, we have Lisa Ryan from Gratitude. She's a keynote speaker, an engagement and retention expert, and a culture consultant. And you guessed it, she's a big believer in the power of gratitude. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. My pleasure as well. So firstly, let us know a little bit more about you, about your story. Sure. I actually went to, it was 2009, and I went to a, a four-day event, a seminar with some of my friends. And on the way back, we were pretty excited about you know, the event and what we learned and the people that we met. But we also knew that unless we took some kind of action, you know, life would go back to normal uh, the way that it was before. And we didn't want that to happen again. So we opened up a Facebook thread and started sharing you know, things we learned, people we met, experiences that we had. And then one of my friends said, well, why don't we write down three things that we're grateful for every day? And so we did that. We uh, held each other accountable to it. And it was that practice that really introduced me to the power of gratitude and that I went into it with no expect, expectations. It was something that I was just doing with a couple of my friends. And that single practice has really led me to exactly where I am today. Beautiful, beautiful. I love the power of a group and um, being held accountable and uh, I think that's that's a great idea for our listeners as well if they haven't been able to get into the habit of practicing gratitude they can they can grab a friend or two and do it together and that that keeps the momentum going right yes it certainly does awesome awesome so um, I've been actually reading your emails. Lisa writes about gratitude, I think, every week, right? Yes, every Thursday I have gratitude thought of the week that comes out. Awesome, yeah. And um, I felt that it's, it's the right moment to, to reach out and to, uh, to get in touch with her for us to talk a little bit more about her experience with gratitude. And uh, the interesting viewpoint uh, that I think she has and she can bring to us is um, like gratitude in the workplace. Like 
uh, how we work as humans and how how much we actually need appreciation in in order for us to to perform how does that work well it all it really comes down to that basic human connection that gratitude gives us you know mother teresa once said that we're more starved for appreciation than we are for bread and that just isn't in our home life it's in our work life as well so when you have an employee that you're just giving a paycheck, well, why should I thank my employee for doing their job? I mean, that's what they get paid for is sometimes the mentality that I run into. Whereas if you do take the time to catch your employees doing things well, to recognize them specifically, and to thank them for the value that they bring to the organization, they will actually be much more, they will bring more value to your organization than the money that you are actually paying them. So we want to, and, and I can't tell you how many people that I've talked to that have left companies because they didn't know how they were doing, because they didn't feel appreciated, and they went to another organization where they felt like they were contributing and where they were valued. Hmm. That's so interesting, right? Because uh, I, I, know, I know that there is um, a study about a certain uh, threshold until um, so until which money is important and after that if you don't have recognition for instance it's it's no longer relevant even if you if you get a little bit more money uh, that's not as powerful as being recognized and appreciated for your work yeah, and there's lots and lots of research to back that up. So when people are associating, gra associating gratitude with something that is soft or fluffy or you know more of a soft skill, there's really nothing soft about it because it brings hard results into the workplace that you can measure as far as productivity, profitability, all of these things that come into play when you have an engaged workforce. And engaged employees are ones that do feel that they're that they are appreciated at work. Yeah, it's such an important part, and I'm like for me, appreciation is is very important, and um, getting feedback is very important. For instance, one one of the things that I I admire about my brother, for instance, is uh, that he's a researcher. And for him to, to get to receive recognition for his work, he needs to spend a lot of time working, working, working. And after a long, long while, he might receive some recognition. And I, I think, at least for me, it's, it's really hard to do things in that manner, like to, to wait so much time until I could get some kind of recognition for my work. And... Um, I think it's it's very uh, very important for us as as humans in general to to have this kind of recognition because it actually fuels us to go on and to to do more of the good stuff, right? Right. Yeah, I had one of my clients recently that had a woman in the, their plant come and give her two week notice, and she he was like, "Why are you leaving? You're a great worker." And she said, "Well, my boss never tells me that. I don't know if I'm doing a good job. I don't know if I'm doing a bad job, and I need to go somewhere else where I'm recognized." And thankfully, he was able to talk her into staying and had a little chat with her manager, 
but if she had not, if they had not had that conversation and she had not expressed that need to feel appreciated from her manager, they would have lost a very good employee. Hmm. That's so interesting. And it's, it's so basic, but we, we forget about it. And this happens in, in our lives as well. Like in general, we, we tend to forget to tell the people in our life that we appreciate them. And we feel that they, they know it. We don't need to tell them or um, it's not something that um, is very like something that we, we should do every day or something like that. But um, it's actually really, really important and it really makes a big impact understanding and uh, letting people know that they are appreciated for, for what they're doing, isn't it? Right. Well, and that's why all of my programs start with that foundation of appreciation and gratitude. I mean, I talk about employee engagement, but a lot of times if a manager is only focused on engaging employees, but they haven't experienced the power of gratitude and appreciation for themselves, it's not going to work for them. So if I can give them some tools that they can find that they'll have a better relationship with their spouse, their significant other, their kids, and the other people in their life, then it's easier to bring that person into the workplace versus just starting everything at the corporate level. Mm, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Actually, having that person experience gratitude for themselves and seeing its power, of course, that leads to to more gratitude and to actually um, putting it out there for for the people as well. I love it. I think it's it's a really great idea and it's quite interesting uh, to look at it from from another point view point of view as well. Like if we are if we have a family that we are the leaders of by getting our, ourselves in the in the position of experimenting with gratitude we can influence them as well isn't it right absolutely beautiful beautiful so how do you get the the people that are um in management positions to to experience gratitude how do you convince them to try it out and uh what do you um tell them to do when I work with organizations or I speak to associations, there's two main programs that I do. There's show and there's thanks because I'm an acronym person. So when I start with the show, basically what that does is we take a, take a look at gratitude from the aspect of the self. So how does it change your perspective? And we look at things like the gratitude journal, the evening journal, the morning journal, starting or ending your day with gratitude. The H is the health benefits. You know, we've seen impact on the heart and on the immune system, on our stress levels. So having that regular practice of gratitude actually helps us physically. The O is with our relationship with others. You know, like you mentioned earlier, there's too many times that we assume people know how we feel about them. And this really encourages us to look for the good, to thank people, to show like thank you notes and giving tangible evidence 
of our feelings for them so they don't have to guess. And then when we get to the W, which is wealth, this is when we can take those three steps and take it into the workplace. So when I'm just starting or when I have a employees that I'm speaking to, I'll use the show talk. The thanks talk is the one that I really share with leadership, um, with management, because that's how to create a culture of appreciation in the workplace. So with the T is building that foundation of trust because corporate cultures took a long time to form. They're not going to change overnight. The H is how do you help your employees to be better tomorrow than they are today? And this is how you invest in them. This is how you invest in training and just help them personally and professionally to grow. The A is how do you acknowledge, applaud, or appreciate that what they're bringing to the organization. The N is how do you navigate work-life integration? Because we're, with the invention of the smartphone, we're on all the time. And we spend more time at work than a lot of times we spend at home. So how do you create a workplace that's fun? The K is how do you get to know your employees, whether you do a personality assessment, whether you use an all about me sheet where you can see, you know, what's their favorite candy bar and their favorite gift card and their hobbies and what they like to do so that we know how to recognize people in the way that they like to be recognized. And then the S is how do we as an organization serve a greater mission? How are employees you know, contributing to something that is bigger than them? So in all of that, when you show thanks, that's how you create the type of culture where people feel connected. And as an organization, you keep your top talent from becoming someone else's. Wonderful. And I was just curious if you could share with us how, how is a company that has integrated um, a culture of gratitude compared to one like a, a traditional one that hasn't ha hasn't done that yet? Um, you know, people can feel culture when they walk into an organization. When people are connected, when they're, um, you know, when they're happy at work, there's a really good feeling when you walk into that company versus you know, somebody was uh, working, walking into an organization where the employees are not happy to be there. So if you look at from a customer standpoint, if I as a customer can feel, hey, these employees really enjoy working here. You know, some of the favorite restaurants that I go to, um, some of the, you know, one or two of the airlines that are really great experiences and one or two of the airlines where you can, where you pretty much know that the employees hate their jobs. So <laughs> when the better you treat your employees, the better that they will treat your customers, so the better your customers feel about doing business with you, the more money they're going to spend with you. So all in all, when it comes to the productivity of the employees and then the profitability that comes from the customers on both sides of the coin, having an engaged uh, work, workforce that feels appreciated, that feels that they are contributing is what directly impacts that bottom line. Mm. It makes so much sense. And I was actually thinking as, as a client, 
like if i if i go in a in a restaurant or i use different kinds of services and i get people that i feel that they they feel great that they're there and that they can help me it's it's such a beautiful feeling and it makes me want to go there again and want makes me want to use that service again yes absolutely yep and when i see them depressed and i don't know like really unhappy with the the job that they're doing or that they're just doing it because they have to and there's nothing else but the fact that they have to do it it's such a big difference and yeah it makes a lot of sense like it makes me as a client uh, want to put more of my money there and when you multiply that by i don't know thousands maybe mm -hmm. it can really build a, a business in a very different way and yeah it's it's so powerful when when you look at it yeah. um i i also know that you have a a really interesting perspective on um how to get people to um to continue their their positive behaviors it goes something like what gets recognized gets repeated mm -hmm. can you um explore with us this idea if you are looking for a new year's resolution that's easy to keep i have just the one resolve to help protect your identity with lifelock identity theft protection lifelock alerts you to potential threats to your identity and if you have a problem a us-based restoration specialist will work to fix it no one can prevent all identity theft but help keep what's yours yours by resolving to protect your identity save up to 25 off your first year at lifelock.com aware more sure it's something that when um you know I, I i go and i talk about the power of appreciation and some people think okay well all i have to do is say thank you to five of my people every day and it's just like thank you thank you thank you yeah and, the, and number one, the employees have no idea what you're thanking them for. And number two, if it's not sincere, it doesn't make a difference. So if you, what gets recognized is what you focus on. So if you're always focusing on the bad of what the employees are doing to slack off, to do a bad job, you're going to get more of a bad job. But if you recognize people for the good that they do, then that's going to get repeated. So it's being sincere, but it's also being specific. So instead of saying, hey, you know, great job, of, of stopping and saying, you know what, I really appreciate the fact that you stayed after 45 minutes yesterday to help us get that order out. Man, we were in a crunch and, uh, you know, the customer was thrilled. Thank you so much for your extra effort. So now that employee knows exactly what it is that they did to be recognized for if there's no guessing. And they also know that their manager is paying attention to them from a, the good that they do as well as, you know, when they do, I'm not saying to never bring it up when somebody does something wrong that, you know, inappropriate behavior needs to be corrected. But if we err more on the side of keep, uh, catching people doing things well, then we have a better chance of having an engaged workforce. Definitely. And I know that you have like a statistic for this, like how many positives uh, versus 
negatives is going to to bring uh, great results for a company? Yeah, there was it was a study that was done by Marshall Lasada, and what he did is he looked at teams and their ability to communicate with each other. And what he found on a high-performing team was a six-to-one positivity ratio. So this means for every one negative comment a person on that team would hear, they would hear, for every one negative comment, they would hear at least six positives. On an average performing team, that number dropped in half. It was only three positives for every one negative. But then what he found on a low-performing team it was actually three negatives for every one positive. And so if you're looking at, you know, the fact that you can either catch people doing things well and get more of that, or you can beat them up all the time for, you know, what they're not doing well and trying to fix what's broken all the time. Basically you're getting that those are the lowest producers. Those are the most disengaged people that you have. So you really want to focus on the good. When you are at three positives for every one negative, basically that's at neutral. Employees are doing just enough so that they don't get fired. They're probably making just enough money so that they don't quit. There's an even balance there. So we really want to up that from that three to one at neutral to getting as close to that six to one positivity ratio as we possibly can. Wow. What I find really interesting in in this statistic is that actually what goes on on the inside uh, goes on the on the outside as well. Like for instance, um, we have the tendency to to focus on what's wrong because this is how we are we're wired as humans to to focus on the problems so that we can solve them, um, but if we do the same thing on the outside it like you said the results are aren't really good and the morale isn't quite good as well and gratitude can can help us do this on the inside for for ourselves to to be more motivated to to uh, for us to have more um, positivity and get greater performance and it's all also the same with the people that we interact with like i think this can be um used outside of the workplace as well and uh not just outside the workplace but also inside of us what do you think about it yeah when well we are humans 24 7 whether we're at work <laughs> or we're at home so when it comes down to the very thing that that creates that essence is that positivity of the gratitude response you know, we can start for ourselves. When I started my practice, I went into it just as a practice with friends. I really had no expectation. I hadn't read anything about gratitude. I, I really didn't know. I mean, for all I knew, we invented the process, the practice. You know? <laughs> I found out later that we didn't, but it was you know, just the power of, of doing that and it has led to you know my, the success in my business of my growing my company of my bringing this message to you know tens of thousands of people each year to just change the conversation when it comes to, to focusing on the good in life instead of always whining about what's not going 
our way. But let's take an example, like for for managers, and I think this is this is a beautiful example for how we work on the inside. So for these managers that have to uh, reach such certain goals and that have certain targets and that have to be focused on um, reaching them and on sol- solving the problems that are um, like are might be uh, making them not uh, get to the, the place that they want to get to. Um, how can they focus more on the positives and not focus so much on the negatives? Like, okay, gratitude, I, I agree, but in in the the fire of um, things that are happening uh, all around, how can we get back to to feeling positive and to to acknowledging the positives of of other people? Well, it really is that daily gratitude practice. You know, waking up in the morning and writing down five good things that you're grateful for, or before you go to sleep at night, before you turn off the light for the last time. You know, of writing down five good things that happened during the day. When you start to focus on the good, it really starts to become an automatic response. Um, in the 10 years that I've been keeping my gratitude journal, I know that that practice has rewired my brain. Because I'm not saying that things, you know, everything goes peachy all the time. You know, there's, I still have bad days and bad things happen and I get upset. But after I get over the rawness of whatever that negative emotion is, the first question I ask myself is, you know, what can I find to be grateful for about this? So it gets me out of that slump a lot more quickly than I was able to before. I don't get stuck anymore. But unless there's a commitment to that practice that over time starts to rewire your brain so that you start to look for the good, And I tell my audience members all the time to start where you are, because Mm -hmm. if you're going through a very difficult period right now and it's difficult to find anything good, you know, just start with, well, I'm grateful for the fact that the sun's out today. I'm grateful for running water. I'm grateful for, you know, reliable transportation, air conditioning, whatever it is that is the very basics of what that person may have. And then when you can find one thing to be grateful for, it makes it a little bit easier to find, to be grateful for the next thing and then the next thing. But you have to start somewhere because gratitude isn't always about, oh, I just won the lottery. Oh, I just met the love of my life. Oh, I just got a brand new job. Uh, True gratitude is looking at our everyday life and finding things to be grateful for i love it i think it's exactly as you as you put it and it's where the power lies like that's that's why i believe that it's a it's a really great life tool to use every day and of course whenever things are great it amplifies them and whenever things aren't so great it, it helps us get perspective and be resilient in in uh, in spite of the challenges that that we're going through but um since we're nearing the end of our time together i have a a few questions left um firstly 
who are the people in your life that have had an impact and that you would like to mention that you're grateful for? Well, I'm extraordinarily grateful for my husband, Scott. We've been together 25 years, married for 23. Wow. He's the most incredible man that I know. I'm very blessed to still have both of my parents on the planet, and I, I love both of them. My father's here locally in Cleveland. Um, my mother lives out of state. Um, you know, my, when I was in the welding industry, my boss, Dale, and I reported to him for seven years back in the late 80s and early 90s, and he's still one of my dearest friends. So I have, you know, my, my friends, my family, um, the people in my mastermind group that I'm associated with. I just, you know, I have, there, there's so many people that have really impacted my life. My friend, um, Mike Kaliba, that actually I just recently reconnected with, um, he was the friend that said, why don't we write down three things that we're grateful for? <laughs> so it was, you know, he said one question that changed everything you know, back in 2009. So it's really been nice to reconnect with him recently as well. And so I, I you know, with a gratitude list, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I just, I just wanted to, to get you thinking about uh, these people as well and to get our audience to think about the people in their life that uh, they appreciate. Um, and also, I'm, I'm really curious I can bet that at least some of uh, the people listening to us are going to, to think, I would love for Lisa to come to my company and to to do her magic and uh, change the culture here to, to have a better work environment with more grateful people. Uh, would that be possible? Like, would uh, uh, employees be able to recommend you or do something like this? Sure. Yeah, there's lots of information on my website at lisaryanspeaks.com. Um, I also have a lot of resources on my LinkedIn profile, so you can connect with me there. I have videos and articles that I've that I've written there. But yeah, I, I love to speak and I'm a you know, I'm a great opening keynote speaker to kick off this the, the conference and you know really set the energy, the tone for the rest of the meeting. I'm also a really good closing keynote speaker in that, you know, I'll send everybody out on a positive note, but I work with individual companies as well um, from everybody from the hourly employees up through the leadership teams, because when you're looking at changing culture, getting everyone involved in the process and letting them know what's going on instead of it just being the leadership team also makes a huge difference. And the uh, company's ability to really turn their culture around. Beautiful, beautiful. So thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing from your uh, wealth of experience with uh, gratitude and with uh, imp implementing gratitude in companies. I really appreciate it. And um, let us know if you have a closing thought. Um, you know, Meister Eckhart had a, a, one of my favorite quotes, and he said, if the only prayer you ever said was thank you, that would be enough. And, you know, when we just look for the people in our lives who are making a difference, and we acknowledge them with those two magical words of thank you, that's enough.
Beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.